This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Drop your shoulders, take a breath, tune into how you feel, because it's time to stretch. Hey, it's Sinead Moore, your host of Stretch Marks Podcast. I need to start with thanking you all for the huge response to last week's episode with Clementine. It takes courage to share these kinds of painful stretches that we go through in our lives. But when ready, there can be so much to gain from talking about it in a way that supports you most. The messages and the responses reminded me of why Stretch Marks was created, why podcasts offer this way to talk and to listen and to connect. And I am so here for it. I'm all in. And I can do that thanks to this season's sponsor, Vital Biotics, who are supporting this show, supporting me and creating a supplement range to support us throughout every stretch of family life. If we are to stretch equally, we need to open up the conversation. And today, let me welcome the first man, the first dad to the podcast, or who you might know better on TikTok and Instagram as Donegal Daddy. A man who recognized that both parents stretching themselves too thin, working full time, no longer made sense. And so he made the decision to be the one to be home with his girls. Sharing fun and openness on his page, he has collected a community championing the dad. Here, we talk about the adjustments dads make in their new role, career life balance, and as an adult, being assessed for ADHD. Shall we call you Donegal Daddy for the purposes of more people knowing you maybe by that name? Thank you so much for joining me on Stretch Marks. Uh, yeah, a season that is all about getting into some of the deep stretches with some guests. So delighted to have you here and delighted to get a dad voice on Stretch Marks. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Something that Caroline and I have spoken about in the first two seasons and that I am, as I said, like I am genuinely happy that we're getting dad voices on this show because it can't, like we can't be saying, Jesus, the moms have to do X, Y, and Z and not make it be like, well, actually the family unit is going through massive stretches all the time. I asked you a few questions before we came on, which was kind of like, how did you approach getting into fatherhood, like mentally when you were, you know, th thinking this is going to, and you, you were very honest, but you like, yeah, you, you were so afraid. Yeah. 
absolutely. I like I remember the day uh, we found out we were pregnant, and I had a real bad back kind of at that time, and I was lying on the floor. Just I used to lie on the floor to get relief, and Efe came in and was like, "Oh, I think we're pregnant," and I was like, "I just thought, oh shit." <laughs> I can't I, do this right now. <laughs> not even, no, not even right now. I just kind of, kind of, because, you know, growing up, going out at your teenager, you kind of think, like, it, or like that kind of time before you're married and everything, you kind of think, she's if I get pregnant, I'll get involved or whatever. And then next thing you're like 30, whatever, 34, and you're married and you're like, you don't know what you're supposed to react like. <laughs> you're kind of like, oh, right. How do I tell my mother? And then you're going, wait a minute, I'm married. I can tell her it's fine. <laughs> I kind of had that effect. And then um, we're yeah, so was, conditioned, aren't we? We're so conditioned uh, to be like, you're not allowed to have a baby. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like you are allowed and you're supposed to do it straight away. Yeah. It's like, when, when's it happening? We went through a kind of a, a bit of a funny, a rough uh, labor then at the time. And it ended up that Aoife got a, an infection after we got home from the hospital. So she ended up having to be back in for five days. So I kind of had this right it's time to mm-hmm. get off the pot, I suppose. And I kind of was like, yeah, no, I don't need any help. Not that it's, I said I don't need any help, but I was kind of like, I got it. I don't need to be anyone staying with me or anything. So I just kind of took it on myself. And then first five days, I think, was the real baptism of fire. And then after that, it's been, <laughs> I was going to say plain sailing, but no, it's been uh, fine. <laughs> but you have made the decision you know, around lockdown and everything to kind of, readjust your role and I was looking at the polls and stuff and asking like you know are there when it comes to like who is kind of the primary caregiver in the situation and of course in a lot of places in a lot of situations a lot of families it is very much shared but it is very rarely heard that the dad will be the person who kind of wants to you know be the one at home or or sometimes be allowed to be um, because there's expectations in work, you know, or there's the gender pay gap, which means that sometimes they're just the, the ones that are earning more, you know, and there's all these situations and scenarios. But something that you've done really powerfully on your account in a really fun and kind of inspiring way is actually giving an insight into like, lads, we can be dads this way. Uh, yeah, well, um, actually, I was listening to the your the stretch, the career stretch, actually, and what you were saying in that about the lockdown happening, and then kind of people, you got to reassess what life was all about, really. Mm. And, um, like since fifteen, sixteen, I've been working, and then I play music at the weekends in a band, so I've been doing just running on a treadmill, basically twenty four seven, and that kind of when we had Gracie. I went back to work fairly quick and that was just happening. And I was just running from work to playing, work to playing and getting time when I could at home kind of thing. Um, and then when lockdown happened and everything stopped for me, uh, I was kind of like, why do I not have loads of money? <laughs> I was kind of like, <laughs> what, like, what was I doing all that running for? Like a headless chicken. And I realized then that, yeah, um, I was doing maybe 50, 60 hours a week in the day job and then doing extra hours kind of and you're kind of going that isn't that time and Mm. reward doesn't balance up um and then 
Aoife's, she's obviously worked all through lockdown, so it just happened that way that I was at home. Um, and then when we had the second, it was just like, like, even when, not even in the, when we had uh, Kate, it was like when the second lockdown happened and I was due to go back to work, Gracie's that bit older. And like every day, Gracie was at crash. Mum or my brother was picking her up for that kind of hour until one of us got home from work. And when, like it was fine when it was a six or less than an under under one year old, mm. she kind of get to that two and three. You're kind of like, this is not like, I can't be relying on my mother to have to look after a crazy toddler. So it just made way more sense. And it worked out, and like it, it does. It's it it works. It's, uh, people I know. Like it used to really annoy me when people say, "Oh, you're babysitting today," and I was like, "They're my children. I'm not babysitting." <laughs> that just used to like nobody really says that anymore now. Like they kind of they know not to say it. I think it's kind of a joke. And but at the when at the first lockdown, it used to happen all the time. People would say, "Oh, you're babysitting," and you're like, "No, I'm not. I'm parenting." <laughs> Women can't continue to take a step in a certain direction unless society also accepts that men are taking a step in another direction you know which is that we're coming back to looking at family in a very unified situation where everyone is going to be parenting their children everyone is going to be making career decisions that are like what's best in the moment Mm -hmm. and the the thing that I learned if you, you know, when, when you said you listened to the career stretch, the, the big dawning for me when I got into this whole kind of having to have a career and be a parent piece was like every month they change and every month my capacity for what's achievable kind of changes. Some months it's really big and then some months it's absolutely like, no, I can get nothing done. It can be just down to their mood that you might get loads done or you might, and then like when I was at home first, I kind of was like, it was if I got to the end of the day, when Aoife got home and they were still alive and they were, that was it. That was happy, happy days. I used to take it nearly personally that, oh my God, I can't do this because she's doing this. To, and whereas you just don't know what they're going to do on a given day and you just have to get on with it. And it's one of those things. There's nobody, you have to pull up your big boy trousers. There's nobody coming to help you kind of thing. And it's, and uh, like now I'm kind of more like, have get, I want to get this done. I want, I want that when Aoife gets home, that she doesn't have to do any more work. That kind of way you want to be doing it. Like you don't want to just be half doing it. That kind of way that she has to come home and start doing something else. And that's that's where I'm at at the minute. Is trying to get everything. But it's yeah. And like since I've been at home, I think single parents are unbelievable. Like it's it's unreal what. Like to have to listen to the kids for that twenty four seven and try and get their own shit done. Like it's it's crazy to do it all, to have the responsibility of it all, but also the lack of company. Mm. You know, to just be able to just know that she, you know, Eve is coming in the door, and as you said, you don't want to leave everything for her, but also you know the kind of the cavalry are coming. Yeah, you know, you can switch off. You don't. Somebody else is watching if something That's might a, happen. Yeah, exactly. You can kind of just take an eye off the ball for a wee minute like just to get something done whatever to be but yeah it's listen it's one of those things you're learning every day like and it's good fun <laughs> but yeah like I'm lucky in the sense that I have the page where I like 
there's a lot of people interacting with me throughout the day and throughout the week. Um, I have met a lot of great friends through Instagram. Um, and like you can be texting during the day and different things like that. Uh, we say like for me anyway, I, I don't have, I'm not one of these people that has a, a loads, a big massive friend group. Anyway, I've always mm -hmm. had just a few tight friends, like, and a few lads that I might not see for a year or two years. And you would still, once you meet up, um, I'm lucky in that sense too that I have the band that so on the Friday or Saturday night that I am getting out with three other lads and we have the chats like and they all well three of the two of the other lads have kids as well so it's kind of if you can kind of chat the same we're all the same wavelength now we're all one age too like so it's it's nice that way or even then sometimes I'll, I'll get the mum saying like oh my husband's actually the same as you staying at home you know that kind of way and they might ask different things about that but yeah it's Definitely, lads are not as open as mm -hmm. as uh, women. I'm talking about it. it. It's funny, like which is strange, like because it's just it's, it's a massive job at the end of the day, like and it's it's I love it, like it's one of the best you can do, and I don't see why I don't see why there's such a funny thing about it, like it's weird. It seems like you have loads of fun. Oh well. At times, yeah, but as I always, as I always say, like, uh, I'm not going to whip out my phone when there's a tantrum going on or something like that. I'm not going to start uh, adding the fuel to the fire, but um, yeah, like 90% of the time, it's, it's good crack. Like To the men listening, hello, or maybe there's someone who loves you that's listening. Either way, we deeply need you to feel at your best as we all move through whatever new stretch life is throwing at us right now. And while your bodies might not be the ones who carry birth and feed, your energy, your health and your well-being is essential to us, our kids and our futures together. Wellman is an advanced supplement range with intelligent formulation designed exclusively for the lifestyle needs of men at every stage of life. With vitamins B6, B12 and copper to support normal energy release, vitamins C, D and B12, which contribute to normal immune system function and zinc, which contributes to normal reproduction and the maintenance of normal testosterone levels in the blood. You can choose from Original, Plus, which includes Omega-3, Max, with added calcium and vitamin D, 50+, plus, or Sport. With 50 years of innovation in nutritional science, Vitabiotics has been pushing boundaries to help our families feel at their best. With products to suit all stages from preconception, pregnancy, postpartum and family life, with Pregnicare, Well Kid, Well Woman and Well Man, Vitabiotics have created a product to suit every stretch of family life. Vitabiotics want to look after you through their supplemental range and by supporting this season of Stretch Marks. Food supplements must not replace a varied and balanced diet and a healthy lifestyle. And you should always consult your doctor or pharmacist before using. Can you imagine, though, if a lockdown, if all that stuff, you know, hadn't happened, like, would you have gotten off the rat race? Would you have gotten out of that, like, 60-hour situation, that burnout? I, I, it's hard to say. I, it's hard to say that I definitely would have because it, it was kind of like until you sit back and take stock of it all, I'd had that opportunity, you wouldn't even realise that that was happening. It would have been just like, this is, because that was my norm for, 15 years like it was kind of that was what you done you ran from one job to the other and home um but I did always say like whenever we were kind of 
getting into the wedding band thing, I was like, if we hit X number of weddings, I will mm. step back. But it's so easy to say that and but actually doing it because the year before we had hit that and I was like, oh, sure, we'll keep going another year. And then we kind of, and then it just, yeah, definitely made, it just made sense for us. Like, especially now with two, it definitely made sense for mm. us to have me at home. Like, because Aoife's like, she's got a good job. Like, and it's, it's too, it's, it's just like, it's just too good a job for her not to be, not to be going out. Like, um, and it just makes sense. And it works well because like my hours with the band are kind of eight o'clock on. Mm-hmm. or seven o'clock on so it's usually it makes it's perfect all, sense yeah. to be home with them i asked on on this on the question boxes and stuff today around that like we talk we talk a lot about the transition right from who we are into parents and you know the newborn phase being a bit of a shock and there being a lot of support around kind of maternal mental health or maternal well-being or you know even but i asked anyway in the question boxes on it um, newborn life how do the dads adjust and not great was the response <laughs> not great um, and that there was little understood around how they're adjusting and that the relationship can kind of because there's you know because maybe there isn't enough information or you're not primed to expect what's going to happen you're not kind of told enough about maybe the sleep expectation you know, you're now living with your partner who you miss because you used to be a little unit and obviously they're going through rightfully, you know, all the hormonal fluctuations, all the, the post-birth situations and, and very much like baby is stuck to them. But that there really isn't enough kind of out there to to maybe help the dads transition or expect what to expect. Um, Did you like... A lot of it was sleep, I have to say. A lot of the comments that were coming back in were sleep, but also a lot of it feeling like they didn't adjust well because they just didn't know what role they had. Um, yeah, well, like there is very little to tell. Like, obviously, there's the books and all that. And I kind of did let you, I said that, like, if I had the book, the what to expect when you're expecting, whatever it was called. And yeah, that's as much as I read of it, probably. But it was kind of like talking to other, other, father's another like I was lucky that way and where I was in the where I was working there's a couple of young dads there too um and yeah in the, the old it was always the older dads that were like oh you're never going to sleep again and all and you're just and then one I'd always remember one of the lads and he just said to me don't listen to that mm. it's completely different tired it's come yeah yeah you'll be up at night yeah and that is exactly what he said because when I don't know when you wake up and when you're put out of bed at that time of night, it's kind of like, yeah, you just go in and you're nearly in a zone of this is what, this is for this baby. It's not for getting up to go and run a marathon or something. It's like you're going to look after your child and it's class. And then you put her back to bed and you're, and there's times you like after a while, you you don't even barely wake up. It's kind of like you do it automatically. Autopilot. Yeah. But um, I think that one of the biggest things I found was the night that when Gracie arrived, it was like, it was an emergency section. So we had, and then they just took me down into this, into the labor ward again. And they were just like, yeah, we'll just, we'll come down and get you now when Aoife's back in the ward. And I was like, all right. And I was like, left with the baby. I was like, okay, it's, here's a new baby. And like, you're, there's, there is no, there's absolutely no manual. There's nothing. It's just, you're in, you're doing it. And like, 
I was lucky and my sister-in-law was a, a midwife and she came along that night and her and her and my mother-in-law came in to me then but I was like no like she was like oh maybe change the nappy and then I was like no I'm changing I'm changing the nappy here let's and yeah. I kind of I was very much I want to do all this and kind of get stuck in because like it is like you're going to be doing it so you may as well just get on with it and I think that was the biggest, the funniest thing was that the when they took me down first and just walked away and you're like, okay, <laughs> there's a baby here now and we have to kind of get on with looking after it. How important do you think that is though? Because some of the comments were also like, the dads didn't find their role, but that later on their partners realized that they never let them. They kind of helicoptered too much and felt like they had to be in control, but then grew resentful because their partner wasn't doing it in the way that they wanted it to be done but yet they hadn't given him an opportunity to figure out his style and way so yeah. how how important do you think it was for you to actually just be like I'm 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 in the hot seat now it's me uh well I think that was the biggest thing at the start was that even that five days in or four days that Aoife was back in the hospital where like I just had to we had to get our own wee routine going and um yeah I think like Aoife in fairness, like she's happy to let me do whatever, like it whatever works. But um yeah, she like she researched everything. She's great for reading and finding out and everything. Like, so it's it like I'm always I do go to her, like I always obviously ask her what what do we do here? What are we doing? And then it's like it's a joint. And it is a joint thing, is like whatever works and like she will say to me like what did you do there what did like why did they sleep for two hours when she won't sleep for me for two hours and you're just going <laughs> I don't know it's <laughs> just just lucky but um yeah I think there has to be that kind of yeah I know what you mean like the the, the mums have to kind of hold like not even hold off on the guidance but kind of give it in the right way that it's mm-hmm. not like you have to do it this exact way or it's not right it's kind of like if it works, it works. And if it's obviously if within reason, they'll be hanging upside down to put them to sleep or something. But yeah, I think it has to be the communication is a big one. Yeah. That came through in the responses a lot, actually. So I'm just, I'm just scanning through them here. One of the questions was like, what were the biggest dad stretches? And one here, just as you said, that was like not being able to read their partner's mind. <laughs> you know, like all of a sudden, I think life, was probably running in like I'm taking care of my stuff and you're taking care of your stuff and the stuff we take care of together we know what we're doing mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden like one of the big things is like I cannot read your mind but yeah. sometimes on the like it's so hard to say what it is that you need or feel yeah. especially when it comes to baby stuff I remember like we'd have massive rows over me not being able to articulate which blanket I wanted him to go and get because they all had really different names. And I was like, that's clearly not the cellular blanket. <laughs> oh, like, and <laughs> you know, he's like, which one is the cellular blanket? <laughs> or like what a, a vest and a, and a, what do you call it? Yeah. The onesies and the vests. And and, like, what is it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, is there yeah. feet in or is the feet out? Yeah. Right. And like, but yeah, once you get the hang of all the, all the lingo you're not so bad but yeah it's definitely and like what you're saying it i can it is that your life your whole life flips from this is what i have to do today this is my job this is like how i need to feed myself i need to do this and 
that's all good. I get to go to bed at night. And now it goes to feeding yourself and thinking about yourself is like second. It's like, what does the girls need? What does nothing is ever like, even like get take last night. We were at uh, Dermot Whelan and Letter Kenny mm. at show. And on the way back, the car broke down and we were sitting on the side of the road. First thought was, I need to ring mom and see the girls. Okay. See everything. And you're kind of going, that's, it's not even how we get home. It's just, we need to make sure that she knows we're okay and that they're okay. That kind of way. It's, does, it's, 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 that's the biggest flip, I think, is like you're, you're no longer the, the main person. I'm looking at some more of them here. You know, the relationship changed, the, the hormonal wife came, came up a lot. Um, but there was a lot here from like not much paternity leave and like the majority of dads having to figure out what this new role is, bond with their baby, support their wife and be back at their desk two weeks later. Mm-hmm. Knowing what you know now about, you know, the the bond and the situation, the relationship that you have with your children and even like how hard it is to 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 change, like for your whole world to be flipped like is two weeks anywhere near acceptable? It's it's so short, like to completely adjust to what is going on. It's I was very lucky where I was working because they were just like, take what whatever time you need. Take you know, especially when Aoife was sick then as well. It was kind of it was like yeah, take take another week or whatever you need. Like and they were absolutely brilliant. Um, and I actually saved my paternity leave for. Later on, like kind of, you know, I was off for that kind of couple of, I, they allowed me a week, kind of week and a half. And then I went back, but it was, it was very flexible like that way. Um, but definitely it's, especially for your first, like when you're trying to adjust to like what the heck the, this is. Yeah, getting the house set up and everything like just because when you haven't done it before, there's a lot, the house changes as well because you have to kind of have a place for everything. and. Uh, it's just it's just completely different to what you've done ever before like and how you're supposed to know what you know how you, you you can't nothing can prepare you for it like really at the end of the day um no matter how many people tell you or give you advice it's you just have to wait until and like every child is different too right so that's the big one as well you don't know are you going to get a child that sleeps through the night after a couple of days or are you going to get you know a crying all night and it's 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 very it is unfair that way like because if you have a child that's going to cry 24 7 or feed every hour or something like that and then the father has to go out and mom's left like and you mm-hmm. can imagine the sleepless wreck that she'll be if she's on her own then like it, it's it's tough on both like but it's really tough on the mom having to stay at home then on her own without the without that help and not not everybody has parents close at hand or family close at hand like we're lucky that way too that my mum's not too far away from us like so we're kind of and the Aoife's mum's not far either really you know so it's great something that you said in you know when we were chatting beforehand and you were like you were really sick of seeing that kind of bullshit sunshine and rainbow portrayal of this is what it is and and again like I hear it was really refreshing to hear you say that, that was one of the reasons why the page almost grew in a sense. And you started to share more of the realities of it, because that's the conversation that I have with women all the time, that they are sick of seeing the kind of, as I said, like the bullshit sunshine of, 
it's so perfect and just do it this way and this way and everything will be fine and and almost blaming if you happen to have a baby who is one of the ones who doesn't sleep through the night until they're two or you know has sensory issues and, and 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 doesn't really like being brought into a playground or whatever whatever the situation is like has it taught you a deeper kind of acceptance of like you know we're all trying our best and none of it is ever like looks like that that's it like and I st- I always kind of make a point on my on the pages that people say oh god she's so smiley all the time mm. oh she's not she's not smiley all the time or you know I kind of try and point out that it that that's just a it's a snapshot of a 24 hour and like Instagram is all a snapshot and nobody's putting up the complete like even me I don't put up the as I say I don't put up tantrums I don't put up when you know things aren't going but like, if you kind of share that, that it's happening, it is happening. And no matter what people are telling you, yeah, it's like, I was just, cause there was a few like, pages I was following at the time. And I was like, I know you, I know you. And I know that's <laughs> not what happened. Like, and you're kind of going, stop lying to people. And it just, oh, it really annoyed me. Like, and so you kind of just, and then like with, I was kind of, wasn't doing sharing the dad that, parenting side of it I was kind of just doing the videos and funny bits and pieces and and then people just started going oh we just like seeing the normal stuff and I was getting messages saying oh it's good to see like that it's not just me that's struggling with this today or whatever like and you kind of and I was like oh so I kind of it just grew that way of sharing in what the norm the day-to-day stuff like which people seem to be interested in my born life you do do it though in like there's always there's always so yes you'll you'll share the reality of the situation but you you do it in a way that well obviously one as I hope anyone would they respect their child through it but you do it still with like Asher it'll be grand as well though you know we (laughs) this is shit right now and and it'll be grand soon so you don't stay in the misery you know you help people to kind of be like yeah do you know what okay we'll be grand (laughs) And like, believe me, I used to go through, like, I would, I would have like really suffered with anxiety at times, like throughout my life. And I like, I would always be like doom like, for a long time. It was like doomsday thinking. It was like, yeah, this is the worst. And this is all, oh, I'm never going to get over this. And this is going to be, we have to, and it, it, like, we're still here. It never happens. It's kind of the sunshine comes out the next day and you're kind of like, yeah, you just get on with it and shit's going to happen. And you just have to kind of, you just have to plod through. And I, 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 especially with the, with the, with the parenting thing, it's like, yeah, they're going to have like, sure. I had tantrums. I remember having tantrums when I was young. So like, it's gonna I happen. still have tantrums when I'm 38. <laughs> so like, what am I doing looking at a two-year-old? So you're like, just get on with it. And like people, people used to get, you know, oh God, that child crying. I, that annoys me. It's like, yeah, it is crying. Like, just get over it. Like, not about my, like, you know, but some, if somebody says to me, like, oh God, you think they would, they're doing their best. Give them a break. Give the, like, let them have their vent and then they'll be fine. It's like people that give out about babies crying or it's just, I just don't get it. And you're like, let it happen. It's going to happen. I always find it so weird that we expect a child, a young child to regulate their emotions, but here's an adult getting really irritated 
and not being able to control their emotion of irritation yeah in the scenario it's like maybe you (laughs) just tell yourself to be less irritated yeah by the child than tell the child to be less upset about whatever the child is upset about it's it's uh it's so funny like yeah and like that's one of the things do with social media it really kind of opened my eyes to people can just get angry about anything it doesn't like you think about all oh, people are giving out about the war in ukraine or something like that but i literally put up a, a video of me making a toasted sandwich in the air fryer and people lost their minds and i was going what like is it any wonder people are giving out about actual world events or are polarized by world events whereas when they're getting so angry about the cheese not being fully melt not being melted enough for them on a toasty and you're going like what is going what on was, what was wrong with them so they just they didn't they were like it, them that's... Saying, well, that's not how you do it not how you make a toasty and oh, wow. the cheese isn't even melted and i was like and like i had to go because so many people were i did show them part of the video that the cheese was, was like oozing out of it and it was like and i was like why am i doing this why am i showing them <laughs> melted cheese but uh i just in fairness i just laughed so like it's and Thank have God. people not enough to be worrying about than your oh, lunch it's bananas like but you kind of it kind of made me realize then that people people giving their parenting opinions then on yeah. moments you're kind of going that's the same person that's going to be giving out about melted cheese on a toasty like it has nothing to do with your parenting and you're just going i can and since that happened i was like yeah I just laugh any not any but all of the comments off like i just be like yeah that's grand I now feel if you don't have my child, I don't take your opinion. Oh, that's it. Yeah. And like most of these people either don't have, it was so funny because there was one, uh, there was one of the videos I done. It was like a, it was just a silly trend. It was like, uh, oh, this person, this dad up the town wants to, is trying to fight me and that is wee gear. <laughs> He's a wee gear. Will you come with me? And all the people on my that follow me on Instagram, they all like thought it was hilarious, and it was. Yeah, like, they it was got it because they know your yeah. humor, and they know like that it was a thirty second video, forty second video, and yeah. that was it. Like, that was that part of the day, and then uh, today FM wanted to share it, so I was like, yeah, no bother, and they shared it, and it just, I mean, people were going off at today FM, and then they started attacking me, and then they started attacking me and Aoife and like Aoife's not even in the video it's like and I was out I was doing a video at a wedding the next day and uh Aoife just texted me going ask them to take that video down I can't mm. read this anymore and I was like I was just like just stare at the comments but I just got them to take it down because it was just like very, what was it so they were like they they thought that you were actually like teaching like, your child about fighting yeah and I was like watch the full video at the end like it's like she's she didn't want to do it number one and like she knew me asking her that was completely out of character mm-hmm. I was like she knew it was something weird because like why would daddy be fighting kind of thing like she and it's like I've never been in a fight in my life like and they kind of and but people just lost their minds and it was like uh, and that was like probably the toughest one but if the toasted sandwich had come before that I would have just been like <laughs> people are nuts like and what did it teach you though did it teach has it made you reconsider what kind of content you do create it, it like it definitely kind of was like after that i, I kind of didn't post i don't think for maybe 
a week mm. after that, I kind of just laid low. I was like, geez, I don't know what to do anymore. Like I kind of, I kind of was questioning the whole thing then. I was like, what am I doing? Like, why, why are you putting it out? Mm. Then I kind of just putting up stories and bits and pieces and people talking to you through that. And you kind of realize yeah, that's, they weren't, they weren't your followers and they weren't, they're just them people. Like I was, I was actually chatting to a friend of mine, then Alan Clark that I met through Instagram as well like and i hadn't actually met him at the time but i just sent him i said jesus i don't know what to do here because he is a big following and he gets a lot of crap like and he i spoke to him about it he was like they're going to be commenting something else tomorrow he says they probably went to the next video and put a comment on that as well he says they're not even thinking about you they're not even thinking about that video they just Mm -hmm. post and carry on and troll somebody else and like exactly he just was like fuck them like people give you the shits is what he says like and that is it it's like what did you feel because it was attacking what kind of dad you are what kind of parent you are like that it hurt even more than the toasted sandwich for instance but you know that it was kind of like you felt a need to really defend your your fatherhood on that because you're like no 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 i'm a good dad and i wouldn't do this and yeah oh yeah again i was at the start i was kind of replying back and then i was like yeah I was just like, no, let's just stop coming back. Like, because I just did out of the comp. And then, like, we just got them to take it down because it was easier. And, like, they were so, like, the girl from Today FM was just like, I'm so sorry about that. Like, and blah, blah, blah. And she was, it was obviously a joke. And it was obviously, like, it's obvious if you look at any of your videos that it's not the way you go on. Like, and they're kind of going, yeah, that's it. Like, and you just have to kind of realize that I know what I do 24 7. I know better than anybody knows what's going on in my own house. And like them commenting on a 30 second clip of my day, one day in the whole year, kind of going, ah, it's not worth losing sleep over. Like, because once you know and you're happy that you're doing a good job or you're doing the best job you can, mm-hmm. it's kind of who cares what other people think. It's sure these strangers that don't yeah. get to have a, a place in your mind. You spoke there though that like, you know throughout your life maybe you've had experiences of anxiety and and from speaking to people sometimes parenting can kind of send it one of two ways it either really increases some people's anxiety or it actually decreases their anxiety because for some it becomes so overwhelming and they begin to worry about everything and it is that kind of loop of of thinking and their brain firing off and 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 there's so much to worry about. Obviously, it's it's a it's a constant it's a constant hum of danger. Um, but then on the other side, it it can. I've spoken to people when it can kind of click them out of it because they have to be so incredibly present, and they can't actually. They don't even have time to worry about the future almost or what may or may not happen because you're forced to be so present in yeah, that, what's actually definitely. occurring right now. Yeah, that's exactly it. And sure, like, that's what it's all about. The whole anxiety thing is it's like you're worrying about things, every scenario that's coming down the road rather than sitting in the minute. But um, probably, de- yeah, I would say I would I would have no issue, like, not no issue, like, but I would have to, different times where it would come on, like, but it would n- never be anything to do with the parenting end of things, which mm-hmm. is always funny, like, because I, I don't know, it just doesn't. Not that it doesn't, I obviously get stressed with the parenting, but I don't get anxious about it. Like Mm -hmm. I know I kind of, 
I know that the the next crying match is going to stop, and I know that if we stick to routine, that the bedtime's going to happen, and we kind of um. So I it I think with me it definitely helped because give me a, I suppose it gives you a routine as well, like which is also is good for an anxious mind for me because I would be kind of. I would just be flighty as well. I'm actually waiting on an ADHD analysis now at the end of the month, but so like it definitely you have something to focus on, and it keeps you on the straight and narrow, I suppose. But um, yeah, it, it hits me at times, but it's generally usually it's not to do with parenting. Mm-hmm. Obviously, a time there's the odd time it'll come up and you go, "Gee, am I doing this right at all? Is this are they is like are the girls going to be?" Well adjusted, are they gonna, you know, are they gonna go to school and be that child that slaps somebody or something? You're just going off oh, the, the biter in the class. Oh, you're just like, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's but sure if you you have to just go take it with a pinch of salt and hope that you're doing the right thing, like because, but I think when when you're there and you're kind of talking to them all the time, like I think it's the best you can do. It's all you can do. Like really, you don't really know what. What way they're gonna, what turns they're gonna take when they get older? But you kind of just have to be there and keep. That's the one thing I always. I don't know. I've seen it. You see it all at every, a lot of places. Is that if you don't, if you don't, if you make them afraid to come to you mm-hmm. when they're young, they'll not come to you when they actually need need to come to you. Or they'll not tell you that their problems when they need to. If you, so like I, no matter what the problem is, we always kind of sit down or get down and chat and what's this or what's that and try and ask her questions this is Gracie you know obviously because but uh try and ask her <laughs> questions and see. why you don't know. you want your bottle <laughs> <laughs> oh, we were like tonight was one of those nights it was like why is she not taking it but um yeah and you kind of just it's funny because I didn't there's a few of the videos I'd done early on when Gracie was just starting to walk and I just doing it the way I do, just doing what I usually do. I don't know what we were getting dressed or something. That was, I was like, what do you want to wear? And I was, I didn't realize I was just down on my knees talking to her like it. And somebody was like, oh, I work, I'm a child, whatever. And I was like, and they were like, oh, the way you're down at eye level and getting her to make choices and giving her not too many choices. And that's all. And I was going, that's pure luck. I just did but it was like, you're doing it, that's perfect what you're doing there. And I was like, oh, that's good to hear it. And it's funny, like, because you're just doing what you think is instinctive. Right and it's a bit of fun for her. Mm. And they were like, oh, yeah, that was great that you're doing that and you're getting down at eye level. And so then you kind of take on board, all oh, right. And it's not something you read, but it's just something that you kind of, if somebody tell me and they kind of go, all right, so I keep that on board now. Like, and you do, you always pick up wee things. And that's another good thing about the pages. People will say, Oh, you're doing that well, or that that works really well for us, or this, or or try this here, and then you kind of you do you get good feedback on different things, like, and hopefully, hopefully you do a good job. <laughs> Can we expect some sort of maybe child behavioral course out of you at some point? Are you interested oh. in developing that side of you? <laughs> Definitely not. I I don't think if you came to our house, it would be kind of like, oh, what's he talking about? No, it's a uh, it's it's. It's interesting to look, to look at them, kind of the way they do, the way they interact with older people and younger people. It's funny, like, it's it's just they're 
they're so they're so mad to watch like you mentioned there that you're waiting on an ADHD analysis at the end of the month what brought you to kind of the other thing that I've noticed in the stretch of life when you when you have to be so present you begin to sort of notice things about yourself that you might not have like when you were just so busy in the rat race of life it's very easy to be like a blind spot and and then when you are with children and your own thoughts all day long <laughs> yeah you start to be like oh maybe maybe I need to look at that or think about that like is that what like how did how did you decide that you needed or wanted to kind of learn more uh, about how your brain is working well like with me having anxiety as well as kind of like I, I never had anxiety. I, I never had anxiety growing up. It was, I was a warrior. That was it. My mm. mother was always like, oh, he's just a warrior. He's just a warrior. And like, I would worry myself sick before any exams, before going into school, before on a Sunday evening, I would just, I would be like, I could have myself worried sick about nothing. And, but it was always, he's a warrior. And I remember back, I don't know what age I was sitting in, in my mom's bed and her getting me write down your worries and we'll this is a thing that uh, a life coach had told her and she helped me a lot actually when I was getting help with anxiety but um I was like oh you write down your worries and then we'll burn them in the fire and all that and I was doing that at whatever age and then you're kind of going oh yeah sure I'm just a warrior and that was the way it was and without fail every every exams at college I would be sick mm. some kind of sickness or I would would just wouldn't be well um and then it kind of kept going and kept going. And I suppose the ADHD thing that I wanted to get checked was because I seen through TikTok, I seen so many adults, people being assessed in, at, at adulthood and every symptom they say, I was like, right, right, right. Yeah. And then kind of does like looking at a few of the online check and they was like, yeah, hi. <laughs> it was like way up on the, off the scale. And then, and then I would say it to Aoife and her sister would be a primary school teacher. And she was like, oh yeah, you definitely have some, some form, <laughs> but like, because you're kind of jumping from like, from one thing to another. And you're kind of, the only thing that I kind of constant was the band really like, and you're kind of jumping from like, I used to cycle and I would cycle like six days a week. And I was like, I just, once I got into it, I was away on a hyper-focused on it. And when the cycling would kind of finish in August, September, I would be like, right, what have to do now? I'll start running. And then you start running. And then I would just go, ah, I'll do the marathon. And then you'd go and run the marathon with like two weeks training. And you're going, what? And you're kind of always chasing, I don't know what, you were kind of just, it wasn't even chasing anything. It was just kind of keeping yourself, keeping yourself active in case you would stop. <laughs> and it was mm -hmm. like, and and it's kind of just it's only and when I seen different people getting the diagnosis of it and then them saying that this is what this and you're going, Oh yeah, that all makes sense. And then so many things from previous like that you're going like that you've done and you're kinda of going, Yeah, that's it all makes sense now is why that happened or why that happened or why you done that and you can't like even like Aoife, my wife is all she is ready to kill me because I like can't keep a car for longer than eight months or a year. It is like, Anna, we'll change the car, change the car. And you might just, she'd come home from work and you go, I sold the car. <laughs> She's like, right. 
how am I getting to work tomorrow? Ah, we'll get you to work. And it's like, and that happens all the time. It's, it's crazy. But so I just kind of wanted to get assessed, I suppose, to see if I can get some, I suppose, mechanisms and techniques to manage it now at this stage. <laughs> is there it's a is there a security in that? Like when you, when you started, when you started even, you know, and how brilliant is it that we have like things like social platforms? And of course, you know, there is so much, there's so much benefit in them like that. Like just seeing videos on TikTok where you're kind of like, oh, hang on, that feels familiar. Was there a security in all of a sudden that the parts of yourself that maybe you questioned or challenged started to make sense? And then it was like, actually, no, that's who I am. Yeah. Oh, like there'd be things like, even for the likes of, I done a radio course last year and I, like, I love radio and I kind of was like, oh, and like I'd done it and I'd done it and I'd done it. And then I was kind of like, and next thing jumped onto something else and you're kind of going, and now I'm kind of coming back around to get kind of going. That was one of the things as well. I was going, I don't know that work and I didn't do anything with it. And you kind of keep doing loads of work and something and then just drop it and walk away. And you're kind of going, what are you doing? And it's, and seeing that now you're kind of going, just makes you realize. And then you kind of, I suppose the fact that you've got, you kind of got this far in life with it, without knowing, but it's just that if you can get the techniques now to maybe to cope mm. better with it or manage it or. Or use it to its best advantage. Cause there yeah. are many, many, many advantages of all the, these different ways that our brains work. And the problem is forcing so much diverse brain activity into one way of doing things Hmm. like how brilliant if we allowed people to just understand how they work and play to their strengths even the training with the cycling like was all down to not all but it was kind of like definitely pointed towards the adhd like because you were kind of like constantly constantly felt like you had to be doing that had to be doing something had to be going had to go had to go and like everything like when I was cycling, everything revolved around how was I going to get faster on the bike or was I eating the right things? And yeah, it was just bananas. Like, and couldn't go to a wedding and enjoy it. It was like, like I cycled to my cousin's wedding in Sligo that the day the wedding was on. I cycled to the wedding. I went to my cousin's wedding in Dublin and cycled from the chapel to the, to Tulfara's house in Wicklow. And you're kind of going, what was I thinking? Why could I not just take the day off? But I couldn't. I was like so it's compulsive, hyper focused on I have yeah. to do this. If I don't do these miles, I'll fall back. And it probably was, I never got to be anything like a great cyclist or anything, but I, you know, it's weird. It's just, it was one of those things that you just kind of felt you had to do it or you would. And do you um, always have like a focus like, like that? So does the cycling get replaced, as you said, by the running or by getting a car? Like, is there always a focus or are there periods in your life where you're like, not, not obsessive about a particular thing. And then it kind of can come on. Uh, well, that's it. Oh, there's definitely t- downtime. Like, but definitely since with the gear, like we kids, like it's kind of, kind of realize what were you doing? You know, mm-hmm. there's more to life than r- running around the road, you know, whatever, like not that, it's great to do it obviously for your health and that but I was kind of kind of realize you need to be you need to take downtime you need to do other things that aren't just well they demand attention mm, exactly kind of kind of just 
I don't know, kind of supposed to settle me more than anything. Like they kind of got me kind of into a new new routine, I suppose. But yeah, it's <laughs> it's a lot to think about. But yeah, but good that you can find kind of discover that about yourself. I mean, and that's what it is. Like, look, this this podcast it kind of yes, it's it's centered, I suppose, in in a parenting theme, but it's not in a sense. Like it's about the stretch that we're all going through in life. Like it's about having to figure out like a lot of people are going through various financial stretches right now, relationship stretches, like mental health stretches, physical health stretches. And as adults, I feel like we just, we weren't, we weren't provided with the tools to figure all this stuff out. It was kind of like you go to school, you study hard, you get a job, you keep going into your job every single day, they keep paying you every month and then you die. And there was loads missing in between where we were told how to figure out here you are in your thirties being like, maybe I have ADHD. Yeah. And like, like that, like you say, it's kind of like, I was kind of running to that job as well, thinking, oh, I need to do this because we have to pay this or pay that. And one of the things always, I always kind of thought is I want, I only want, if I buy a car, I need to own the car kind of thing. And mm-hmm. I don't, and like, because like a friend of mine was like, he was renting for 400 a month and then he got a, he bought a new car. It was 400 a month. And then I was going, you're he even said it himself and he got rid, he ended up getting rid of the new car and you're kind of going, he was running for uh, running and working purely to pay rent and pay for the car. And you're going, that doesn't make sense at all. Like, and you kind of have to realize that you don't need a lot of this. That's like, you know, you don't need a lot of the stuff. You just need to kind of, and that, I think that's having children too, is one of those things that focuses that too. Like you don't, like who are you trying to impress or what are you trying to do? Like, because at the end of the day, kids, I think will focus that you're kind of the only people I want to impress is the two girls in the house. And that's it kind of thing is like, I don't care what everyone else thinks. Like it's like, it's all, all they want is your time. Mm, that's it. And like the thing, like even <laughs> Gracie's like the car is not red. I don't want the car, you know, like she doesn't care if it's a hundred grand car that she's getting into or, a, you know, or a five thousand year old banger. Like it's just we got we got a I bought an old seven seater there, complete ADHD compulsive buy or weird buy, but and she was like it's got tables in the back. <laughs> that was all she was bothered by. And you're kind of like going, it was an old kind of all marks and everything. It wasn't even a nice car. And you're going, all she cared about was there tables in the back. That was about, <laughs> and you're kind of going, it doesn't matter. And like as you say, people have financial struggles and mental health struggles and then they have a lot of them have parent uh, to do the parenting job on top of all that which mm-hmm. is like like thank god touch wood we're okay for that financially at the minute like you kind of and like t- to have that stress on top of having kids like i i suppose i grew up in a house that had that like as we always mom and dad always there's they had both run their own businesses like and it was like there was always a financial stress in the house like it was always and it does it i think it always it stays with you like because you're kind of going i always said i don't want that to be the way like it has it don't want it to be everything revolves around money and paying and you're dead do you know that kind of way it's just like it does not it's not the way to live but i feel like so many are caught in that trap right now hmm. and it is it's brave of you like that's why i wanted to talk to you because it was brave of you to acknowledge that something wasn't working in your life and even though we've been so programmed to do it a certain way 
for for forever long as we're supposed to do it you had you kind of woke up and were like no that doesn't make sense anymore for us I'm going to do it a different way and it, a, and, and it's going to be better and it, and like that is that it's for now at the minute it's working it's like when I know we're only kind of he was only back on after maternity like with the two with the two years like and it's as far as I can well I think it's working great in a way, but you mm. know it's a uh, it is it's it's you just have to I think every family unit has to use I think you said that in one of the podcasts as well it's like every family unit has to understand that yours is going to work a certain way and you don't have to fit into any any normal or any what people say is normal because what what's normal anymore because it's it just works whatever works for you best and I think a lot of people do need to kind of step back and go is this like time is your biggest commodity like and if you're not getting the value you're if you're not valued for your time are you in the right place number one or like should you be should you be like looking at even like i i moved jobs to the last job i was in because and i took like a five or six thousand euro pay cut because it was the it, was, it had put it put me literally put me in a hole like i was just like and and only for that like i probably I probably wouldn't be here, but the the job I went into, like they were so good, and I just loved. That it was, it was the hardest part of actually stopping working was leaving that job because, we, like, it was the weirdest thing because I was going down the road going, Jesus, I'm leaving a job I absolutely love. I'm leaving a place to I absolutely love working. I love everyone I work with. It was great, and you're kind of going, What am I doing? Whereas if it was the other place, I would have been like, Good luck, I'm gone. And you're kind of like, It's so funny. Um, but even that I love that like all we ever hear are the successes of I've got a promotion I'm earning more that equals success that equals happiness that equals a better life that equals I'm winning that's what we're always told success actually if you're deeply unhappy is taking a pay cut that when you break it down minus tax divided by 12 is nothing a month Mm-hmm. and moving somewhere where you're actually happy have yeah, better yeah. health yeah. have more time to give have more headspace and are likely to actually live longer that's like and like in the previous job i i remember i was like and it was funny too about gender pay gaps and all that the, the last two jobs i've had i've been the second last one i was in with an office with six other women and i was the lowest paid there and the last job I was in with three other women and I was the lowest paid there too. <laughs> so it's, it's, there's always, I seem to be the anomaly everywhere, <laughs> I, go, everywhere I go. But, um, the, uh, like the, the job before I remember sitting there and we were just like, I'd be chatting away or chatting away. And there was only two of us in the office and I was just working and I was going, ah, just coming up the road today. And I was just thinking, I wonder if I went into the ditch here now, would I still have to go to work? And she mm-hmm. just goes, she just, I, I'll never forget it because her chair was kind of out of eyeline. Like there was a filing cabinet in front of her and she kind of just came back, rolled the chair back hard. And she was like, you need to get out of here, boy. She says, you are, she's that, I said, why do you not, do you not be thinking that? She was like, no, I do not. She goes, if you're, if you're thinking that you shouldn't like, that's not the way. 
and I just after that I kind of and then I had a I had a bit of a bike accident then, but it was kind of like, Jesus, maybe I'm this is not the way to be thinking. I just thought everybody hated going to work. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like it was kind of yeah. And then when I got into the new job, I was like, oh, this is it. Was like, like you just love going into work, and it was great and meeting people that were happy and everybody like loved working there, and it was great. It's funny, it's just. And like that, when I went for the interview, they were like, what are you expecting for pay? And I just said, well, this is what I get, but I don't, I, I'm not, mm. pay is not going to be why I move. Like, and they were like, and they came back and it was nowhere near. And I was like, yeah, grand, I don't care. Mm. I'm happy. And that was money, it. Money has been told, like sold as though it's like the only motivator. Yeah. And, oh, I'm moving for money. And and I I, I really feel like people need to look at paychecks more. And actually break down, like, what do you need to earn in order to obviously secure life? And anything above that comes at a cost when it comes to either like time, stress, health, happiness. We obviously can't all be in jobs that like give us the warm and fuzzies every day. It is still work, you know, like we would obviously prefer to do something else. But I feel like too many people get caught in a trap and sometimes it's this time in our life when kids come along and you are you like you are close enough to the snap anyway when you're having to deal with the complexities of family life the lack of sleep the hormones you know the you don't have enough self-care time you don't you can't do stuff for yourself and your relationship might be strained you don't see your friends and all that kind of thing and if work is there, like really killing you on the other side, there's a better way. And maybe that the better way is just accepting that your kids for this really small window of time are this small and needy. Mm-hmm. And it won't always be like that. And I've yeah. tried to train my mind in kind of looking at life as though this is just a season. This is just a season and I'm going to work this way for this season and our household is going to take in this amount for this season. And one of us is going to, you know, be very focused on this for this season and one of us is going to be focused on this for this season. And and that isn't how it will always stay. Things will change. The, The girls will grow up. I'll want something different. My partner will want something different and we can do something different. I no longer want to be so like confined to like, no, this is just how it is every single day of our lives. Yeah. It's like, I, you see so many people getting like, they've done 50 years of service and a job and you're going, yeah. how did they, <laughs> how? <laughs> and like, but it's, it's like, as you say, as it is, it's kind of a, it is, as you, it, even what the ages of the kids is a season too. Like it's only, you just need to kind of think. And even like, I'm thinking when the girls are both in primary school, am I still going to be, mm-hmm sitting at home or like what am I going to be doing I don't know you just don't know like and for now it makes sense and mm. it might not make sense in mm. five years time and but for now it's definitely like it has to it, it has to make it does make sense for us like and you're kind of going like but that doesn't have to be like that it forever yeah and like if somebody tries it and they feel oh no it's not working or I can't the father is if to say no I have to be out working like there's no nothing stopping you from going back out working either like um it's it, yeah it definitely has to it's like that i seen that ferris bueller thing earlier on today too that 
uh, what does he say? Life, Life moves pretty, pretty quickly. Fast. Yeah. Mm. Don't slow down, stop a while. Yeah. It'll, you'll miss it. And that is the truth. Like it's kind of, and like, like that, it, there was times I would be going, I can't do this for and During the lockdowns, then one of the times, one of the things that kind of on the page got bigger, it was like the Wild Atlantic May thing. We'd done this thing of, for May 2021, we decided, right, we're going to go to every Wild Atlantic, Wild Atlantic Way post in Donegal. Um, because the restrictions were just being lifted. And like, if we hadn't, if I hadn't have done that challenge or set that challenge, we wouldn't have kind of would have gone, oh, we'll just go to Aldi or get the shopping mm. on Sunday and <laughs> go home. And the weekend it, just disappeared. Just disappeared. Like, and you would have done the same old thing or seen, done nothing. Whereas that for that month, we were like, we're going here, we're going to Malin Head, we're going to every week, the Saturday, Sunday, and even some of the days during the week we were going somewhere. And it, it was just a case of making that tiny wee change of challenging ourselves to go and go and do something. And in fairness, like since number two came along, we're back into kind of, oh, we like we'll just get to the shop and we just do it and get home. But but that's the season of a newborn. Yeah, exactly. And it's kind of once we get settled again, now we'll I'll we'll be pushing to kind of go and do do them things again. Like and it's but you can you can get stuck in a like we were like because that I know it was lockdown as well but we were stuck in like just the only thing we were doing was staying mm -hmm. in the house going and getting the big shop going home and that was kind of like that's enough we don't need to do anything else we can't you know and it's a simple thing of just just go to the beach go to a different beach even because we were going to the same beach and it's like going, let's just go somewhere else and see something else and it's kind of like you just have to get out of the comfort zone I suppose and it's the same with, it's the same with like the going to work thing is like you, you will just keep going and keep going to work without questioning it. If you don't, if you don't question it, if you don't step back and go, is this the best way I can be living or, and like, maybe it is, maybe like, maybe oh, it is. Great. Yeah. How, how brilliant to be able to tell you that, like yeah. find out, like ask yourself, do the inquiry, like sit down and, and look at like all the different parts of what that make up your circle of life right now and like I, I definitely think the biggest thing for me was that going is my is my wage matching what I think my mm. time is worth and I was kind of going it's it's really not like because and that was the biggest one for me it kind of clicked I was going like and not that I think I deserved way more money or anything like or but I just thought it's worth more to me having that time rather than having that money for that time. And I would far, it was kind of, that was for me, that was, a, it was a simple, it was a simple change then for that. After that, I was kind of like, yeah, it's, it, my time is worth way more and it's worth more to the girls having me there rather than, not that like the, they love, Gracie loves going to the Montessori and all like, but it's just kind of, why, why wouldn't I just, do that bit and then let her go down and have her time. She does a couple hours, you know, every day or every three days a week or whatever. And she loves that time, but she loves coming home then and telling you all about it. And, you know, that's kind of part of it as well. Of but, course they do. They, they all want to go out and meet the mm. gang of friends, like as we all do. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants to be at home with your dad all day? <laughs> but it, it it's it's a brilliant message and it's it's something that I just encourage everybody honestly to do. Like if, if you are... 
we only have time and it is so massively stretched at this point in our life. Like there's just, there's never enough of it. And if we're doing stuff for the sake of doing stuff that just no longer makes sense, it's okay to readjust and to just make a different decision for just right now, just a different decision for right now. You don't have to stick to it forever. You might not be able to afford to stick to it forever. There might not be a need for you to stick to it forever, but just make a different decision if it's really crippling this season and just make it's a, it's, it's a massive mental stretch to be able to be like, oh my God, I have freedom and I have choice and I can actually maneuver in a different way. As I said, that's really why I wanted to have you on to, to show so many examples of it. And mm. um, of course, from the dad perspective, but just simply the example of someone who just wanted to do it differently, to think differently, to respect their time differently. Um, Cause we're not getting it back. That's it. Exactly. <laughs> and our kids aren't getting any younger. And if you are in a particular time of, of stress or strain, or maybe it is, you know, postpartum mental health challenges or, or whatever is going on. Maybe, you know, you're in a particularly difficult phase with a child, like just assess, just ask, you don't have to do any action. Just ask yourself the questions. Like, is it working? And if it's not, what little things might actually change to improve it? Mm-hmm. Like, and even that thing of like, say dads that are working and not, and not able to give up or not able to, is the simplest thing of, coming home and saying, what can I do right now? What can I do? Like, give me a child or give me, you know, not just coming home and sitting down and trying to chillax. I know you've had a big day at work or whatever, like, or, and like, it's hard, but if, if your wife's been at home and has two children or three children or whatever, and they just need that, even if it's only for 15 minutes, just take them and just go right go away and do whatever go upstairs. Just lie down in a dark room with silence. Yeah, exactly. Like it's if it's if it's all if that's all like if you're if that's all they don't if that's all you do I think is because uh, even I know that for me when I was um, like at the start I was like Jesus I need I just need that circuit breaker. That, yeah, and if that's all a dad would do, even it would be massive. I think because you do like that stereo. I know it's stereotypical thing of like all dads do that and come home and don't, but. I don't think, mo- I think most dads are changing now. I think it is mo- definitely a, they're, they're, everyone's kind of hand, I've, I say that, but most of them are hands on now in some mm-hmm. way. I don't think it's a case of back in the old, like the way it used to be or anything like. It reminds me of like, so we, we kind of had an analogy for it here. It's a bit like when you are leaving your workplace and you get to have the commute home. The commute home is a bit of a decompressor. Hmm. And you you have that physical end point of like standing up from your place of work, putting your coat on, exiting and closing the door and you just leave it behind and then you decompress on the commute and you kind of walk into a different environment and you're a different persona now. But when you're the person who's at home, it's just endless. You're like, when, when, when do I get to walk away from the desk? There's no, there's no, yeah. And that's it. That is the heart. Like, that's the one, like, it's the Especially there, this last couple of weeks, there was days there where you couldn't get out of the house even to go for a walk. It was just like, and in fairness, it's hard. I find it hard to get out at the minute with two. But getting even that getting out of the house just to break the being inside all day long is 
has been one of the hard parts too. This last couple of weeks where just the weather hasn't been with it. Like, but yeah, you just it's it's so weird that yeah because there's no there is no finality of oh the day's done. It's until bedtime or whatever. Like, and then it doesn't even feel like you just feel like ah you can just veg out for a while. Whereas I usually feel like oh I need to be doing emails or I need to do something I need to do this I need to do that and kind of start to kind of I don't know put pressure while you're adulting yeah exactly like whereas it's it's okay I think so a fella said to me there last day just in one of the messages I got he was like oh I just feel so guilty today because I just give put them put on a uh put on something on the telly and let them watch it and I was like that's that's fine. That's, that's like that's like no. 60% of my week. I was like, if if that's what you needed, like you can't like because there, again, it's because there's so much out on online going, oh, you need to do sensory play, you need to do messy play, you need to do this, you need to read and but if you if you need it to give them whatever Peppa Pig for half an hour to get something done or to put on a wash or anything like that's fine it's whatever works but like it's not like they're doing those that sensory play or messy play every day of the week and it's it's made out to be like that this is the only way to like you have to do all these things to have a rounded child and it's genie mac if if that is how did we well then again yeah got all my issues don't finish that (laughs) sentence Uh, we were fine we were fine yeah, all that yeah. rattling around in cars with no car seats <laughs> we were fine <laughs> yeah it's it's funny like because there's so much like even from when we had gracie they were like i they were giving us and the she was bottle fed and it was like giving us a bottle of wee bottles of water as well and they were like oh yeah give her a bottle of water one a day is fine or whatever and then the next time i was like no 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 you don't genie mac oh, you can't give water. Give, i can give water to a baby and i was going She's only, she's not even three. And you're, I'm like, what? A change like within the, I was like going, oh my God. It's like, you just don't know. And it, it, it's, you just don't know what's going to change next. Like it's kind of like. But it's stuff like that that reminds you, like who's, who's leading who, you know, mm-hmm. and some of it, we just are better off. I'm not saying the feeding, but some of it, we're better off just figuring just, out for ourselves exactly, and definitely. using our own initiative and getting to know the children that we were given, mm-hmm. you know, there's no book for your baby and what works for me won't for you. And likewise, and really it is just getting to the end of the day with all sanity intact on both, both yeah. parties. And that's one of the things, again, is one of the things that messages come in going, Oh, uh, she's walking so well, so soon. And, or she's mm. talking so well. And I'm going, stop comparing your children. It's just the, like, Gracie wasn't walking early. She was walking late. Like, but you're kind of going, stop comparing. Because like when they get to, Jesus, when they get to go to school and primary school, even they're not going to be going, oh, she was walking six months before her. Like, or mm. you're kind of going, doesn't matter. Mm. Does not matter. When they get to the bloody leavings there, is it going to know who said the first words and or who had better speech at yeah. two years old? You're kind of going, just stop. Don't compare. Because there's no... There's absolutely no two that's going to be the same. Like, and but it's a worry. It's a validation. Like, that is my child okay? Am I doing a good job? Is you know, yeah. we're constantly seeking that verification through whatever milestones they hit or don't hit. And it's 
it's just it's just another stick to beat you with. And yeah, that's it. It's like you have to do because somebody Wonder Weeks told me I need to have mm-hmm. so many words at this time, and you're going a thousand words. And you know, how does how do you know how many words they have? Like you're kind of going, are we, are we supposed to write down every word they say and count? I guess like just go with the flow. Like how our parents got on with it i don't know it's like they just you know there's no it's so it's that the changes is crazy i know it's good obviously yeah but it's a lot of pressure but it put it's it's just as you say it's it's everything is like oh you should be doing this or that should be that way and should be and you're kind of going is that the way it was back in the day i don't think so but it's uh, it's one of those things i think you just have to get on with it as you are doing with two (laughs) and the band and the page and being an advocate for dads and supporting dads with those questions and replying to those DMS. I know like people don't actually think it's like work, but sometimes it takes as many hours as that. Um, you're doing all the dads, a massive service. You're also really entertaining and you're putting up content that is like, I needed to see that. I just needed to see that whether whether it was the air the air fryer sandwich or not. But honestly, it's thank you for joining me. Thank you for giving me your time. I've loved the conversation. But also thanks for doing what you're doing. And I wish more dads can connect with you, but also have their own pages. And it's it's just a sense of like, you know, we need, we need the they they need voices. We need voices. Mm-hmm. To, to see what's going on in your life so that we can understand our partners <laughs> so that we can support whatever the heck they're going on. I know so, so many dads that have learned what's kind of going on with their partner through like mother Instagram pages. And they're like, oh, and not, not unlike you figuring out the ADHD from TikTok. They're yeah. like, oh, is that what that that might be what's wrong with her? <laughs> so <laughs> we can't read each other's minds. So we need we need more dad voices and I'm just so glad that you're one of them. Thanks very much. It's a uh, yeah, no, it's it's been strange and you know weird because I didn't try to get in. It wasn't something I went. Oh, I'm going to start a page and be, yeah. and it just kind of. I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to be a dad Instagrammer. Yeah, and you're kind of going like, and uh, I still don't think I'm an Instagrammer. I'm still kind of just like I still have it in my head that it's just my family that see these videos. I don't. And you kind of go, oh, somebody said, oh, like a relation of ours in America was like, oh, such an one showed at work. And she's, oh, yeah, I follow him. And it was like somebody in Philadelphia. And you're going, that is bananas. Like somebody that's not connected to us in any way, like in, had seen the video, one of the videos already. And you're going weird. But it just kind of, I don't know. I just kind of do what I do. And I don't, I think don't that. Overthink it. Yeah. And just show what it is like it is what it is and it's not I don't as I say I don't try to be any Instagram or, or any kind of special dad it's just kind of doing what you do and I think I think most dads are doing what I'm doing anyway like it's kind of just a it's you know a bit of fun yeah and trying to get on <laughs> not not screw up their children <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate goal Thank you so much for joining me. Honestly, it's been an absolute pleasure. And the first dad on Flesh Marks and hopefully not the last. (laughs) Thanks very much. Thanks a million.
thank you for listening. If you've been supported by this episode, get in touch with me at Stretch Marks Podcast and our guest at Donegal Daddy on Instagram. And to help this show to continue to grow, hit subscribe, rate, or please do leave a quick review. And I'll talk to you again next week. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.